What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the final episode of the greatest podcast on turf of the year. Yes, you heard that right. Um, next week, I'm going on vacation. Unfortunately, I know I picked a bad week. It's like prime football time. I know I messed up there. Um, but next week, the only video we are going to be posting is fantasy football stardom situm. So be sure to follow us on YouTube to check that out. If you want some content next week, I know we're going to give you guys fantasy football advice. I know you guys are counting on us. We're going to give it to you one way or another, whether it's someone stepping in and taking my spot for the week or whether we get on a Zoom call and do it or whether Ryan and I just record in separate rooms and we'll throw the video together, edit it for you guys so it's just like we're sitting next to each other. We're still trying to figure that out. But with that being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us, rate us, whatever you guys are listening to this on. We got the greatest podcast on turf studio coming soon to a, what would that be, like a phone video near you, I guess. Um, coming soon. Um, some exciting stuff we got going on. I know I'm pretty excited about it. I can't speak for Ryan. He's not really much of an emotional showing guy, but he's more of like a keep it on the inside kind of guy. But I'm excited for it, and I'm sure Ryan is too. Um, so, yeah, um, with that being said, Here's a word from our amazing sponsor that is would not none of nothing will be possible without studio, any giveaways we do, our recording venue for the time being. So shout out to our sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations. One of those is in Middletown, Delaware, the other one is in Townsend. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on Turf sent you. They will take care of you. Also show proof that you're subscribed and it will hook you up with an additional discount. Also, if you want a pen, just ask for one. We have a 1,000. We'll give those out. Great food, great people, great prices. Come in and check it out. You will not regret it. Yeah, we literally have a 1,000 pens. Uh, 990, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 1,000. Rounds up. Yeah, we round up around here. Um, Thursday's game. We got Ryan's favorite team, the Tennessee Titans at home, versus the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan, who are we liking on this one? Personally, I took the Tennessee Titans here. I could see it going either way, and I wouldn't blame you for taking the 49ers because they have been playing better football than the Titans. I did struggle on this one a little bit, but I ended up taking the Titans just because I wanted to take the home team here. I like the Titans with 49ers traveling almost cross-country. The 49ers have traveled very well this year, but I like the Titans at home. I think they kind of get things back on track. Their defense will be able to slow down 49ers rushing attack, forcing Jimmy G to throw the ball to Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Those guys are studs. Don't get me wrong. 100% those guys are studs. But with the chance of A.J. Brown coming back this week, with the Titans being at home, I think they're going to play better football. I think the defense shows up at home, and I think that the Titans are able to win this week. I actually disagree. I think this is. I think the 49ers are going to win this one. Um, yeah, they're getting A.J. Brown back, but he only does so much. Julio's out of the picture. Julio fucking blows. I mean, you were right on that one. And um, if our supporters and listeners could see your face right now, they would see that you have the, oh, I know, face on. But pretty soon they will be able to see it, though, once we start filming in the studio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they will, and they'll see all the expressions and the... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to, like... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I went with the 49ers. The 49ers are riding our high horse. They've been killing it lately. They've been putting up a lot of... Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Didn't work. Bless you again. Uh, um, wait until the podcast starts to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, bless you if you just sneeze because Ryan sneezed. 
I got one coming. <laughs> but now um, the 49ers, they got three unstoppable weapons, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk when he gets going. The 49ers have been unstoppable. Their defense has even been pretty good. Nick Bosa has been putting up a very good case for a defensive or comeback player of the year. Um, yeah, the 49ers have been way better than I thought. I didn't think they were going to be shit this year, but, I mean, they proved me wrong and a lot of other people. I think they're a very similar team to the Titans in theory, but right now with the Titans' current state and the fact that they're missing two starting offensive linemen in tonight's game, Taylor Lewan's out. They got um, Roger Saffold out as well, and they're missing two key pieces on their defense as well. Um, it's not a good look. So due to the COVID losses and just how bad that the freaking um, Titans have been lately, I'm taking the 49ers in this game, and I really don't think it's going to be that close. I think it's a three-point game like the spread says, and I think it could go either way. You think so? I, I think I disagree with you on that one. I mean, what are you going to give me? How many points you want to give me? What's the spread? Three and a half? I think so. Um, how many points you want? Give me six and a half and you got a deal. Get the fuck out of here. You just said it's not going to be close. I understand, but it's not going to, like... So it's not going to be close, but it's going to be less than six and more than three. So it's going to be a one-score game Listen, me saying it's not even close, it's, it's a figurative language. It's called, we learned that in eighth grade ELA figurative language. I'm pretty. Maybe that was even like sophomore year. Not being close is more than one score. (laughs) Not being close to me saying is the Titans suck and the 49ers are going to win. So that's fair. I mean, if you want to just go straight up, pick them. Why would I do that? Because you love Ryan Tannehill so much. And why wouldn't I just go bet it with the points? (laughs) Because the 49ers are going to win the game. So why would I do it straight up when I could just get the points? Because you're not going to get the points, and you have a better chance of getting it. That makes no fair sense. Enough. Anyways, next game, um, I could literally just go bet it with the points. I said so, that's fair. Listen, uh, listen. Anyways, next game, we got <laughs> well, the Browns to traveling to the Packers. Um, I'm taking the Packers here. The, the Browns are banged up. The Packers are at home on Christmas Day, and Aaron Rodgers is trying to set the franchise touchdown record. Yep. I think he does it. The Browns are banged up. They keep putting people on COVID, bringing people back from COVID. When people have came back from COVID, they haven't been the same. They haven't been the same quality football player. That's as expected. Um, some people handle COVID differently. If you obviously get hit hard with COVID, you're not going to be your 100% self yep. coming off of a pretty bad illness, I, can, I, I would guess, say. Yeah. Uh, virus. Virus, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Browns struggle this week. It is a much must-win game, so they might be able to put up a fight against the Packers, but the Packers being at home, Christmas Day, Aaron Rodgers setting up for a franchise touch franchise record, barely winning against the Ravens. I think they set an example here. They're still fighting for the first seed, so the Packers have to show up and win this week, and I think they do. Yeah, I also think the Packers are going to win this one a lot. Cleveland is just not their year. They were Cleveland has been one of the most disappointing teams in the league, I would say, this year. I mean, I know I, I did, and along with you, we kind of had high hopes for the Cleveland Browns this year. I mean, through the first, what, the whole offseason after the free agency and through the first few weeks of the season, I was saying Cleveland's going to the Super Bowl. Turns out Cleveland will be Cleveland. Yeah, I, you're right about that one. I'm taking Green Bay big on this one. The Packers are only getting healthier. Like you said, Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. He knows he's the MVP favorite. 
He knows he's going to beat Brett Favre's franchise touchdown record. He knows he's fighting for first place. He knows this is his last ride in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is a guy who's cocky. He plays with that swagger. Like He knows he's the best. He's going to do it against Cleveland. He's got something to prove this season, this playoffs, and he's going to keep – he's going to win back-to-back MVPs. He's going to blow out the Cleveland Browns this week, and he is going to play for a Super Bowl this year. So I'm taking the Packers, and this one I don't think will be close. Um, yeah, I don't think so either. Nah. The Browns might be able to, maybe, but nah. I mean, Packers I still win. The Browns might be able to hang in there with their running game, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I yeah. feel like Green Bay's been kind of fair against the run this year, though. I mean, not great. They're I mean, Green Bay the is the best team in football if you look at record. Yeah. And the Browns are coming off of COVID, so in yeah. theory, you shouldn't be close at all. And the spread, I think, is very bad, as in over seven. Really. So. Obviously, they don't think they have much of a chance. Um, anyways, next game, we have the Colts traveling to the Cardinals. Personally, I think that the Cardinals get back, and I think they win this game closely. I don't think it's a blowout by any means necessary. I just think that Kyler Murray can outdo Carson Wentz, personally. With James Conner, I think he will come back more healthy. I think coming back home is a very big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coming back home, I think, is a pretty big deal for the Cardinals. They need to come back, get the fans involved. They need to have a statement win. I think this might be it. You got Kyler Murray. You got James Conner. Both of those guys. James Conner coming back from injury, so hopefully he'll do better than he did last week when he was still probably banged up a little bit. They're still trying to figure out what to do when DeAndre Hopkins is out. But they figured this out before. They figured it out when Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were out, so I think that they can figure it out again. Cliff Kingsbury... He's got to win a couple more games, and he'll probably be coach of the year. And give me the Cardinals winning this one close, and I'm probably only taking them because they're at home. I think they get back right. Um, I took the Colts. Surprisingly, I know it's it's hard to take the Colts, but just because how good the Cardinals can be. But, like, I mean, the Colts are arguably the hottest team out. They're on a big winning streak. They've been just doing their thing. Jonathan Taylor is arguably the MVP probably offensive player of the year i mean the colts have just been playing good carson wentz has been doing good for what he's been needing to do michael pittman's having a good year and their defense has been pretty good as well darius leonard just made the pro bowl um i know they gave up a big game to hunter henry but they took down the patriots who were on a big win streak doing their thing um so I took the Colts on this one. I think the Colts can get it done. They do have to travel across the country to Arizona. I know. I don't think that this is like a blow. I think this could go either way. And Vegas is saying the same thing. The spread's only one point. Cardinals are only one point favorites. So it's pretty much the same pick them. And I'm taking a gamble, and I'm going to ride the hot hand here and go with the Colts, who have a lot more momentum than the Cardinals do. Yeah, this game should be absolutely close. I don't see really either team blowing them out. Maybe the Cardinals do if it's a statement game. But I, I think, think this game's Saturday, too. Yeah, it's Saturday night. Christmas Day night in Arizona. Um, That'd be a good game to watch. It will be. Um, but, yeah, I'm still taking the Cardinals here. I think Kyler Murray can outdo Carson Wentz at home. That, that That's not really saying much. If you look at it like that, then yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. I think that this is going to be a really good game, and I think we're in for a Christmas treat. So our next game is different. What list? Mine or yours? Um, we'll go with we'll go with yours because we usually go with yours. Um, next game we got the Lions traveling to the Falcons. I took the Falcons here. Really? Not excited about it at all. Really? No. The Lions are coming off of a huge win, but when in doubt, you take the home team. 
Give me the Falcons. They're big favorites for some reason. I think it is a pretty close football game. I think it's a one-score football game, and I don't think that they should be five-and-a-half-point favorites. But give me the Falcons at home. Kyle Pitts has done pretty good this year. He's the second-leading rookie tight end of all time in receiving yards. He just hasn't been getting a lot of touchdowns. Russell Gage has been playing (laughs) decent football. I I don't love it. This game is, like, hitting I don't love it at all. Two two new coaches. They're both, I don't know. I don't like it. I still took the Falcons because I think I have more trust in Matt Ryan and Jared Goff. It's fair. Maybe. I don't know. There's two hideous games this week. There's two of them. Uh, for some reason, I thought there was three. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's three. Two. Now there's three. Talking about that one? Four. I'm talking about that one. The one was talking about the one below it. Oh. Yeah, that yeah, one's so not fun either. Um... I took Detroit on this one just because, like I said, I'm riding a hot hand. Detroit is the hottest team sure. in football right now. They're 2-1 and one in their last three. I like Dan Campbell as a head coach. I think he's a good guy, and I think Detroit has a bright future despite being Detroit. So I'm riding the hot hand. Like you said, when in doubt, take the home team. Um, I like the points in this game as well, and I just, I'm just i riding the hot hand, and I'm taking Detroit. I'm not arguing it. I, 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 don't I really could care less about this game <laughs> than I just figured I'd throw it out there. I could give a fuck. <laughs> this, I mean, I'll probably be in New York, but... I bet you won't be watching this game. No, not a shot. Um, Next game, we have the Rams traveling to the Vikings. And I ended up taking the Vikings in an upset here. I know it's not (laughs) going to be a popular vote, but the Vikings, they do play pretty good to their opponent. They are at home. We kind of thought the same thing when they played the Packers, and they ended up beating the Packers by three. I think you can see a similar event here. The Vikings are going up against a pretty familiar guy in Matt Stafford. I'm not going to bash Matt Stafford, but I will say that I think that the Vikings with Kirk Cousins can do enough at home to beat the Rams, who haven't been playing Super Bowl-caliber football, you could say. They've they've been hanging their hat on their defense, which I can respect. When you have Aaron Donald, Jalen Rams, you should hang your hat on your defense. But they barely beat Seattle last week. They haven't been playing great football, and Matt Stafford hasn't been playing great football. So... I like the Vikings here. I think they have enough weapons on offense. I think if Adam Thielen comes back, they do something pretty good here. The Vikings are also playing for a lot. Also, the Rams are, but the Vikings are playing for a spot in playoffs. Justin Jefferson has been playing out of his mind. You could also say the same about Cooper Cup. Yeah. But give me Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, possibly Adam Thielen over Cooper Cup, a banged-up Daryl Henderson, Sony Michelle, and Odell Beckham Jr., I'm personally taking the Vikings. The Rams have a much better defense. I'm not arguing it. And you can tell me that the Rams are a better team, and I'm not arguing that either. Um, but I think the Vikings can squeeze us out at home. That's fair, and you made some solid points. You're right. that I mean, the Vikings do play up to their teams. I've always seen them fucking lose to Detroit and beat the Packers. I mean, that just shows, like, <laughs> yeah. and that, that, that's just the Vikings thing to do. Um I just I can't, I can't pick Kirk Cousins. I can't Kirk after after the performance. Literally, these like, are the these two quarterbacks are the same for me. So like you said about how they played their position. after what I saw them against the fucking Bears last week, I, I can't do it. I'm taking the Rams on this one. I'm like I said, I'm a bit I'm a big Rams guy for some reason. Um, I think the Rams defense. I think they're going to be able to get it done. I think Ramsey's going to isolate Jay Jettas. Um, I think that they're going to be able to do enough to try and neutralize the Vikings defense, Vikings offense, who is very good. I'll, I'll give the Vikings credit. For having Kirk Cousins as their quarterback and Mike Zimmer as their head coach, they have a good offense. <laughs> like, sure. I mean, I'll give them credit. But, nah, 
I just got to take the Rams here. The Rams are tr- the NFC is wide open for first place. These are the games like we've been saying all year that these teams have to win. These I guess easy games on paper. I don't know. I mean, easy. I wouldn't say easy. You know what I'm saying? Like these games against like I guess the lower tier teams. I I wouldn't want to play the Vikings in playoffs. I'd rather play the Vikings or I'd rather play the 49ers. I'd rather play and what are some other like fringe player Eagles? I'd yeah. rather play a lot of teams than the Vikings. No, that's fair. I mean, because the Vikings are notorious for spoiling playoffs. And when you have three superstars, yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, that's true. But and I'm just, not a superstar. No, nah, he's. he's you know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But no, nah, I just got to ride with the Rams. I think their defense is going to be able to get it done against the Vikings' offense. Sure. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, who we got next? Jaguars. Jets. Give me the Jags. I took the Jets. I the Jets. <laughs> if the Jets didn't have COVID, this would have been much easier for me. I took the Jets at home. Zach Wilson has been playing arguably better football than Trevor Lawrence this year. Granted, it's not on Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying that. It's probably on Urban Meyer in that shitty situation. Yep. Zach Wilson has been playing better football though. Fair. And I'm going to roll with him. <laughs> I don't. I went with this one. <laughs> They're at home. <laughs> I picked the Jags on this one because I like Trevor Lawrence more than I like Zach Wilson. I'm not and because Jaguars it. have more letters than Jets. So I'm taking the Jags. <laughs> I took the Jets because they're at home. I mean, that's fair. When in doubt, ride with the home team. Or just when in doubt, ride with your favorite player on the team, I guess. When in doubt, just don't watch a game and don't pick it and nobody cares. Yeah. Um, if you care about this game, I'm sorry. If you're a Jaguars fan this year, I'm sorry. If you're a Jets fan, personally, like the Jaguars, they should have won last week. Yeah. Like if, uh huh. Like if Urban Meyer was like the real like problem, and I know he was a problem, but if he yeah. was like the main thing holding it back, you That's have fair. to beat the Texans. But now, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The Jaguars, Jags are going to be the Jags. Another great game, Giants Eagles. I'm taking Philly. The Giants are probably starting Jake Fromm. Daniel Jones is out for the season. Jalen Hurts. He came back last week or last week, last night. Yeah, yeah, last night, two nights In ago. In theory, you could argue last week because it was like the week. Yes, where, yeah. you could. He started off not very good. Uh, he threw a great pass to Dallas Goddard to hit his hands, hit his heel, and it was a pick. Then he fumbled. That one was his fault. Um, but then he bounced back, played absolute lights out football. Going up against the Giants, I think they win. Giants are just fighting for a draft pick at this point. Eagles are fighting for playoffs. I think that they win this week. And I'm not sure it's close at home. But it is a short week. So that could hurt them a little bit. But they haven't traveled a lot. Because they were home against Washington. And home again against the Giants. So that's not a lot of traveling. I think they'll be fine. I took Philly. Not good, though. Because if Philly does win, I owe my brother $20. Because I bet him that the Eagles wouldn't see eight wins. And so it's not looking good for you, for um, being honest here. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and ride with Philly. Um, I like the spread on this one as well. Check out our best bets tomorrow. Drop in. Go ahead. You can literally go off the app as long as you're not driving listening to this. If you're at home listening to this, go ahead, swipe off the Spotify app, click on the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button so you can see our best bets tomorrow and win some money, some last-minute holiday money, maybe get some Christmas miracles going. Um, but yeah, I like the Eagles on this one. I think the Eagles fucking blow. Doesn't I don't know if you're if you're an Eagles fan listening to this, the Eagles are terrible. Um, I know the Eagles. Yeah, 
I'm just going to go ahead and bash the Eagles for a minute because that's what I do. Um, yeah, they've had 100 rushing yards. Yeah, Miles Sanders looks like um, looks like the um, pretty big, I guess he looks like a stud. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is um, the Eagles fucking suck. Like we said to that guy yesterday on YouTube, um, they have um, Anthony Harris starting. Um, Andre Diller blows. Um, Jason Kelsey hates Andre his life. Diller doesn't even play. I think he started yesterday because he had two penalties, and my dad was like, that guy's fucking terrible. That was Jordan Mailata. Oh. Number 68. Mm-hmm. The guy that did that stupid hole 20 yards downfield when yeah. he had the first down. Uh-huh. That's Jordan Mailata. And um, Dallas Goddard's on my bitch list now as well. That was that was very scumbag. You want to explain what happened because Dallas Goddard's a bitch? Um, basically, they were running to the left side, and Dietrich Wise, is that his name? Dimitrik Wise? Who, what's that guy's name? On who? Washington. The guy that got hit. Dimitri Wise? Devon Payne? Dietrich Wise is a Patriot. Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. Who's the guy that got hit in the knee? His last name was definitely Wise. Maybe he's a scrub then, but I mean, I know, I so I didn't know, I don't, Dietrich Wise plays for the Patriots. Um, maybe look it up, see if you can figure out who it is. I will. I'll explain this um, thing. Dallas Goddard being a bitch. Yeah. Um, so the play was going to the left or middle, it looked like, and Washington's defensive end on the other side of the field was sitting there waiting for the read option, and out of nowhere, Dallas Goddard just comes up and dies at his knee. He was not moving. He was standing still waiting for the option, it looked like to me. So personally, I think Dallas Goddard is a scumbag for that. Granted, it's legal. But, yeah. I mean, when the dude is standing still, there's no reason to just absolutely take a direct shot at his knee. I mean, I, I can understand it when you're tackling, and that's really the only option because you can't hit high. I mean, the, the guy against Chris Godwin, I think he was aiming for a thigh. I don't think it was malicious. Yeah. When, you're, when you're moving full speed, it's hard to make a tackle. Yeah. You can't go high. Yes, exactly. It's hard to make a, it's hard to make a tackle. It's how it is. It's football. But when the guy is literally standing still on the other side and the play is going to the other side and Dallas Goddard goes to cut him off from catching him from behind when he's not moving and he just takes a direct shot at his knee, I think that's messed up. And I think that was messed up. Listen, I'll give you a prime example, and this may not be saying much because George Kittle is probably the best tight end in football. But you see when George Kittle is on the field, he's like a, he's like a third offensive tackle. He blocks. He's not going to dive at your knees. He's going to go try and fucking pancake you like an offensive lineman. As a tight end, I mean, I guess you got to have that, like, have that, like, swag, like, have the ability to be able to block someone straight up and not just dive or make a bitch move and just dive at somebody's legs for no reason. Uh-huh. Especially in the age we live in where everybody, t- where you can tear your ACL for nothing, um, where it's just such a fragile, I guess, part of your body. Um, but yeah, the Eagles fucking talk more of the story. The Eagles literally have nothing good Daniel for Daniel Wise. Daniel Wise. I knew it was a Wise. Gotcha. I was so confused. I was like, I'm trying to name all the good defensive linemen they have, and you're like, Wise. I knew it was Wise because everybody <laughs> was hurt. Yeah. I wonder if he's all right. There's nothing really coming up. But, yeah, um, the moral of the story is that. He was um, just signed to the active roster. I mean, literally dove at his legs for no reason. The Eagles suck. They, um, all this hype, yeah, the Eagles made the playoffs. Oh, they made the playoffs over a lot of people's favorite teams. Oh, well, they're going to get first round booted. Um, the Eagles suck. Um, yeah, um, who we got next? Those Patriots. Give me New England. And the Patriots ran all over Buffalo last time. Um, the Patriots are coming off a tough loss. I think Belichick's going to rip the Patriots a new one this week in practice, get the Patriots back right. The Patriots, this is a division-clinching game. Patriots got it. The Patriots need to win this game, and I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I took the Bills. Personally, I don't think the Patriots sweep. 
That's really the only reason. If the Bills won the first one, I'd probably take the Patriots in this one. But I don't think that they sweep them, and that's why I'm taking the Bills. It's really the only reason. And the weather is going to be more favorable for the Bills because they'll be able to throw the ball finally, I think. So Maybe. I'm, I'm taking the Bills because I don't think they get swept. That's really it. That's fair. I mean, I see what you're saying, and this is a tough one for me. I mean, I'm not like, oh, the Patriots are going to blow them the fuck out like by 50, fuck the Bills. I mean, I just think that the Patriots, I think they're going to pull this one. I think the Patriots, they have more experience in these division-clinching games. They have more experience beating the Bills. They have more experience when it gets to this time, when it gets to playoff time. You guys don't have no experience. Mac Jones is a rookie. You know what I'm saying. I mean, the Bills, in theory, the Bills players should be pissed off, and if they come out with a chip on the shoulder, they'll beat the Patriots. Nope. Patriots are going to win. All right. Um, fair. Next game, we got the Ravens traveling to the Bengals. I took the Bengals. The Ravens are battling injuries. Yep. Lamar Jackson, I don't know if he's going to play or if he's not going to play, but he's not going to come back his former self for obvious reasons. The Ravens don't have any cornerback. They've all gotten hurt from the start of the season through the season. They don't have any running back because they got hurt at the start of the season through the season. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Bengals in this one. They take first place in the division. If they don't already have it, they're at home. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins gets it done against a depleted Ravens secondary. Yeah, that's fair. I took Cincinnati as well. Um, I think that the Ravens are just too injured. I don't. I think that that last game with um, what's the quarterback's name who did good? Taylor Huntley or Tyler. Tyler Huntley. Huntley I think that was pretty much a, just a case of. A new quarterback's in the game. You don't really know what to expect. You're preparing for Lamar Jackson all week, and he doesn't get ruled out till the night before. I think that was a case of that. Um, if Ty- Tyler Huntley or Lamar Jackson, I mean, the Bengals have experience playing against Lamar Jackson. They know what to expect, but I think they're going to prepare for Tyler Huntley this week more than the Packers did last week. So I think they're going to be able to stop it, and I don't think he has free reign on the on the – Bengals defense like he did to the Packers last week the Bengals offense is going to come out and put up a lot of points last time they played the Bengals won 41-17 sent the Ravens down had the Ravens tuck their tails going into their bye week Burrow threw for 400 yards three touchdowns T Higgins had a lot of targets Jamar Chase had a lot of targets Joe Samaj P Ryan did his thing that game he had 15 fantasy points um so I got I like I like the Bengals big on this one uh, I agree and next game we got the Chargers traveling to the Houston Texans. I got the Chargers. I think the Chargers cover their 10-point spread. The Chargers are in must-win games to secure the wild-card spot. They're still, I guess, in content. They are still in contention to win the division. It's not looking likely, though, because the Chiefs are playing good football now. But the Chargers, I think they do pretty good here against the Texans. Blowout, not really close. Austin Eckler is on COVID, so that's something to look out for. But I'm not that worried about it still. No. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, we saw, I mean, even if Eckler does go out, Josh Kelly had a pretty good game against the Chiefs. He's a top waiver. He was a top waiver priority this week. So, I mean, I like the Chargers on this one, and it's really not saying much. Yeah, the Texans have been, they've been able to put up points, but I'm not buying it. I like the Chargers this one, the Texans blow. Fair enough. Uh, next game, we got the Buccaneers traveling to the Panthers. Can I take this one? Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. Um, give me the Bucks. Yeah, Chris Godwin's done for the year. The Panthers fucking blow. Cam Newton's terrible. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking a pissed off Tom Brady over anyone ever. Antonio Brown's going to do his thing. It's not telling if Mike Evans is going to play. Yeah, it's going to be the Antonio Brown and Gronk and Ronald Jones show all over the Panthers defense. I, give me the Buccaneers big. Yeah, Antonio Brown and Gronk especially. Buccaneers win this one big. They're pissed off after losing to the Saints and getting shut out. So give me the Bucks. This next game sucks. Bears at Seahawks. 
Um, I don't like it. I ended up taking the Seahawks just because they were the home team. Yeah. And that's really it, for being honest. I took the Seahawks um, just because I like Russell Wilson more than Justin Fields or Andy Dahl, and I know Justin Fields hurt his ankle again. Um, but yeah. I just I think that the Seahawks can beat the Bears in their home. So <laughs> give me Seattle. Um, next game we got the Broncos traveling to the Raiders. I got the Broncos. Both of these teams aren't very good, in my opinion. I know Teddy Bridgewater's out, so people might be worried about that, and I would understand it if you are. But I am still taking the Broncos here. I don't think that the Raiders are good enough to sweep. So with that being said, give me the Broncos in this one. I know it's Drew Locke. I think the running game works out for him. Broncos will win this one. Give me horse. Can I say that? No. Give me Drew Locke with the horse lock um, over Derek Carr and Foster Moreau. Um, I think the Broncos are going to come out with this one. Shout out to Tony if you're listening to this. Broncos are finally going to get it. I think this is a big game for Drew Locke. And there's no such thing as a big game for Drew Locke. Listen, anymore. if Drew Locke comes out and wins this one. Drew Locke is done. I think he makes a case for being a quarterback next year. I do. Drew Locke sucks. Why wasn't he mind to make the case this year? Because they bought in Teddy Bridgewater. Like why, why couldn't you beat Teddy Bridgewater for a job? Because when you bring in a quarterback in, you plan on starting the quarterback you bring in. No. Hence Teddy Bridgewater was Donald. only brought in just in case Drew Locke sucked. And, well, Drew Locke sucked. Well, so we I haven't seen what Drew Locke can do yet. He's getting a full week of practice as a starter. He's getting a division We've seen it before. Raiders. He sucks. He sucks. He's going to come bad. in and do his thing. He's garbage. He we'll sucks. We'll see. Um, anyways, Give me the Broncos and Drew Locke. I still took the Broncos, but he still sucks. Steelers at Chiefs, I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs are playing good football right now. They're playing Super Bowl football. And give me the Chiefs in this one. Beating the Steelers. The Steelers, they've been playing decent football, I would say. Yeah. But they're not going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs. If the Chiefs still aren't healthy with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, then you can argue the other way around. But I'm still taking the Chiefs, probably, arguably, either way. Yeah, um, I'm taking Kansas City in this one as well. Um, it's really not saying much. Something to watch out for, though, if you're picking this game. We got... Kelsey and Hill on the COVID list, there's a chance they could be out. If that's the case, if they're out, I'm probably going to shift to Pittsburgh. Um, Maybe not. I don't know. It's a tough call because it is in Kansas City. Um, I'd probably lean more towards Pittsburgh, though, if Kelsey and Hill both stay out and they both stay on the COVID list and can't make it off. Um, But, yeah, right now I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs on this one, assuming that – they all come back healthy. I know Harrison Butker is out though, and that could be a difference maker because he's not vaccinated and he got COVID, so he's probably he's in definitely that. out. Yeah, he's because he didn't have the vaccine, so he's out. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs on this one, and it's really not saying much, but just watch out for Kelsey and Hill for fantasy football purposes as well with Pat Mahomes and with those guys. Up and is this the final game we got? Uh, no, we, no, we have two Washington, more. Dallas. I'm trying to help my man out with a quarterback, but there is not a lot of good <laughs> options out there. Oh no, nah, you're good. I'll take this one. We got the um, Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Ryan, we are trying to give some people some fantasy advice who privately message us. So Ryan's going to look into that while I'm talking about why the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Washington football team. For the simple fact that the Dallas Cowboys are better, Dallas is going to win out this season. Dallas is playing for first place. There's, Dallas has a real shot at the Super Bowl with how good they've been playing. Um, I know Cowboys fans believe it. You guys have a good shot at the Super Bowl. Washington will be probably getting healthier off the COVID list. Maybe try and beat Dallas, take some of their momentum away, their division rivals. 
because Dallas is going for playoffs. They are playing for a Super Bowl. They are playing for a first-round bye. But I'm not buying it. I think Dallas wins this one. I think they're going to – ooh, excuse me, hiccup. I think they're going to win this one pretty big. Oh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I think Dallas wins this one pretty big. There's not really much. Um, it'll be cool to see Diggs versus McLaurin matchup. I also forgot to talk about we get to see Justin Jefferson versus um, Jalen Ramsey. I think that'll be a pretty good matchup. It will be. Justin Jefferson is arguably a top five receiver. Yeah, Cooper Cup might be taking his spot at number five, arguably. Yeah, yeah, I guess you kind of have to throw him up there with the year he's having. Unless we give rid of Diggs, move Diggs to six. You could. And JJ has four, Cooper Cup five. Yeah, or yeah. other way around. Um, nah, I would say Justin Jefferson probably got the edge over Cooper Cup. And I would say both of them have the edge over Diggs, at least this year. And Justin 100%. Jefferson has better celebrations because he can hit the gritty and do it better than me. <laughs> it's fair. Um, <laughs> it's not really saying much. Uh, Washington saying Dallas. What do you mean? Give me Dallas. Not really saying much. And final game, Dolphins at Saints. I'm taking the Dolphins. I've been riding the Dolphins high horse all season through the ups and downs. Yep. Uh, give me the Dolphins to extend the win streak and make things happen. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins here as well. I think the Saints fucking suck. Yeah, they just shut out the Bucks. That's not saying much. Um, it was an off game for the Bucks. Tom Brady's better than any player to ever step on the football field for the Saints in history. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to win this one. I like the points in this one as well. I don't know how the Saints are favorites. I guess you do get three points for being at home, I guess. Yes, you do. And I guess that's all that's saying. Um, but I like the Dolphins here on this one. I think the Dolphins are trying to play for a playoff spot. I mean, I guess the Saints are too, but... I think the Dolphins have more on offense to make it happen. But overall, I mean, these are pretty similar teams, like, if you really think about 100%. it. hundred percent. The Dolphins, they just – they have more options on offense than the Saints. The Saints literally have one option, and it's, yeah. that's it. Defense, I would say they're about the same. Quarterbacks, yeah. I would say they're – About the same. About I mean, the same. Yeah. Tua probably gets a slight edge over them, but it's yeah. not much. But just, the Dolphins, they have Jacecki, they have Parker, they have Waddle. They can kind of run the ball. They won't have success against the Saints, nah. but they have enough options on offense where they can make it happen. I mean, even like if the Saints are healthy with a Michael Thomas back, I mean, you're still looking at two pretty similar teams. Yeah. I mean, they still got Will Fuller, who's been on IR all year. I don't think he's coming back. Nah. I mean, that's hard to st- – I'm not yeah. going to talk about Michael. It's hard to – Yeah. But, no, nah, I think these are similar teams. But I got. The, I think the Dolphins have the hunch on this one. They're, I guess, I mean, I would say that arguably the Saints win – over the Bucks, shutting them out has about the same momentum as the Dolphins' big win streak. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still going to go ahead and take the Dolphins here. I think the Dolphins are better coached. I think the Dolphins are just overall right now, I think they're a better football team than the Saints. I, they're definitely on a hotter streak, and I think that they can get things together. Yeah. And, win the game. and, I mean, I'm a big Dolphins hater, but I think they got the Saints on this one just because I hate the Saints a little bit more right now. That's fair. Yeah, and my thing is that going to wrap this one up. You got anything else you want to touch on for the last podcast of the year, our first year, I guess, when we come back? Oklahoma, there was something pretty cool that happened. Um, There's a four-star that decommitted from Clemson, mm-hmm. and they, like, searched him up in Oklahoma's database, and he literally walked I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. That's, that's what Baker cool. did. Yeah, good so, for Baker. That's cool. Um, free agency this year. When, when did we just talk? I don't think we talked about this. I think we were at the gym. The quarterback frenzy that could shake up in free agency this year. Yeah, we were talking about that at work one day because, I mean, Huntley, Rodgers. Huntley, Rodgers. Baker could be on the move. Jimmy G. I mean, if they're making a playoff push, he's got clout. He's got to go. Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe Sam Darnold's going to be back on the move. Maybe. Um, I know I'm not saying big names, but, like, 
and then you still got a couple of rookie quarterbacks that are going to get drafted. Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, uh, the guy from Liberty. I'm drawing a blank on his name Malik right now. Willis. Malik Willis. So there's going to be a quarterback carousel that we're going to see, and it's going to be I fun I mean, this again. whole entire free agent class is big. Devontae Adams, Teron Armstead of the Saints, Chris Godwin. I don't know what the what his deal they is going to be. They say he still might secure money, but I don't right. see it. It's, it's hard. A receiver coming off an ACL injury it's, to it's give him it big sucks. money. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's a bad – it's a fucked up situation that Because he's this summer he's – It's unfortunate. This summer he helped him out, and he was like, I right, yeah. we'll get a deal done and we'll figure uh-huh. it out. And Played on the franchise happens. tag, sucked it up. So yeah. hopefully they don't <laughs> screw him over. I don't know. Chandler Jones. Tom Brady might take care of him. Yeah, that's Brady's so. favorite. Von Miller, Allen Robinson. Allen I hate, Robinson. He, he's he's good when he wants to play. He's been bullshitting this year. I know. And that's, it's so Davis. unfair to Justin Fields. Oh, I know. Marcus Williams, Carlton Davis, Orlando Brown Jr. is a free agent. Chiefs are going to bring him back. Mike Williams is a free agent. Jesse Bates, arguably the best safety in football. Brandon Sheriff from the Redskins. Um, Clowney. Randy Gregory. Damn. Y'all better bring him. Gilmore's a free agent. Gilmore's the 15th ranked free agent on this list. Randy Gregory? I don't want to lose him. <laughs> He's pretty good. Michael Gallup's a free agent this year. We should have got rid of freaking Amari Cooper. J.C. Jackson. Probably the same price. Tyron Matthew. Holy shit. Matthew's gone. They're gone. Retain him. Akeem Hicks. We got a good fantasy or free agency. Ryan video. Jensen from the Buccaneers. We got a good free agency. Video. Antonio Brown. Darius Williams from the Rams. Antonio Brown be going missing. Mike Gusecki, yeah, he will. Harold Landry. Gronk. Harold Landry's going to get paid. Yeah, he is. Gronk's a free agent. Hassan Reddick. I know he's only on a one-year deal. Dante Jackson of the Panthers. I have him on my Madden mobile team. <laughs> I know you don't give a fuck, but um, Calais Campbell's another big-name guy who will Jerry Hughes. Been killing it for Buffalo. Dwayne Brown of the Seahawks. And you ran out. You're done. Devondre it's Campbell. It's over. Stop. It's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm going through this list now. I mean, just Dalton Schultz. Nah. It's over. Connor Williams. Nah, it's over. <laughs> Casey Hayward. Yeah, I'm. It's over. I'm begging. You're begging. It's DJ over. Shark. <laughs> Shark week. Shark. <laughs> um, week. It's over. Oh my God. Yeah, Jameis Winston. Jesus Christ. It's yeah, over. I'm not. Boo Boo Schuster. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for all the love you showed us this year. Happy holidays. We're coming back 2022 with a vengeance. T- not a vengeance. 2022 is the year of the greatest podcast on turf. We're going to be bringing you guys more content. We got the studio coming soon. We have much more stuff in our back pocket. We've been waiting on the show you guys, waiting to giveaways, sports games, a lot of stuff we got going on. Merch coming soon, I know. Um, so just show us love. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, like, subscribe, and we'll see you guys. Um, see you next year. See you. <laughs> see ya.